You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 5720 Ridge Avenue. For more information, check out circleofhope.net or join us in person on Sunday evenings at 5 p.m. So welcome to Lent, everyone. Um, If you're not familiar with Lent, it's okay. I'm going to give a little history and about how this came to be uh, part of our church calendar. Uh, But first, I think you need to see this, Jeffy and the Fire. On Wednesday night, this just this past Wednesday, um, 22 of us gathered in Fernhill Park for an Ash Wednesday observance. The real field temperature was 17 degrees. It's kind of hard to believe that that was just Wednesday when it feels like spring today. Um, I I don't know. Did you know this was happening? I know, that a, I know that a number of cells planned to be there together, um, and people just couldn't do the cold, and it's okay. We did not anticipate um, it being that cold. Last year, Ash Wednesday fell, Caitlin was reminding me of this, last Wednesday, Ash Wednesday was on um, Valentine's Day, so so much earlier in February, but it was definitely not this cold. But we wanted to try it outside again, uh, we, ha- we had done it there last year. We wanted to do this, this observance outside again in the dark, cold night to get our bodies into this physical journey of Lent. Sometimes in our culture, we get caught up in our heads a little too much. We're dominated by whatever is in our headspace. Um, I think as Americans in general, we are brain-oriented, and we're, we're getting bombarded with information all the time. And Lent is about doing something that gets us into our bodies a little bit more. We're, we're switching modes, not turning off our brains, mind you, um, but to live a little more fully human lives that engage and acknowledge the importance of our bodies as spiritual muscles. So we gathered outside in the cold, not just to feel the cold, but also to feel the warmth of this fire that Jeffy made for us. Um, The ritual of wearing ashes developed very early in church history. It had become common for people who were caught up in some serious sin to come to the community of the church seeking a way to re-enter fellowship in good conscience, particularly so they could participate in the main celebration of the year, which was Easter Sunday. And these folks would get sprinkled with ashes and then sent off into exile um, from the church or into the wilderness with God to be restored for 40 days. And it soon became common for friends to come with them in solidarity to express the truth that we are all sinners. And the leadership of the church saw the wisdom in what was going on, and they encouraged everyone to repent and to fast in preparation for the resurrection. So this is the meaning of Lent, these 40 days until Easter. We're practicing this in solidarity. Uh, We're moving together to experience the fullness of the resurrection. We need a season of discipline. Some people do uh, some type of fast. Some, some folks add a discipline. 
But the feast is sweeter after the fast. And the best spice is hunger. You might know this from experience. Everything tastes better when you're hungry. Don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. So together we're practicing feeling it. We're feeling our hunger, our lack, our sin, but also the love that casts out fear and the presence of eternity here and now and the forgiveness that transforms our lives and the whole world. So as you consider how you might want to participate in Lent this season, I want you to know that there's no right way. Um, It's not about following rules or even traditions. Um, It's an invitation to take a journey with Jesus and with a whole community, bound up with Christians throughout time to get to the place of resurrection and new life. It's actually helpful for me to acknowledge what I already know about myself. It's freeing to be able to be sick with sin and to get well again. There is a path to transformation. There is a path to healing. There is a path to faith, even. So if you aren't sure what you believe anymore, this is a good season for you. Because you can do something in your body, even if you don't have it all sorted out in your head. So on Wednesday night, we were were feeling that separation and suffering in our bodies. We went there. It was literally a dark place to be. And parts of our bodies hurt um, by the time we were done. Uh, We often do what we can to avoid feeling things that hurt. Human beings, that is. Um, But Lent is about offering, opening up ourselves, letting uh, all of that be exposed so that we can find Jesus with us in our suffering. That's what the song we just sang was about. Stay close, Jesus. Help me feel where you are with me. But I think there are a lot of hurdles. On Wednesday night, it was hard to just get out of the house in the cold, dark night and trust that there was something out there for us, that it would be worth it. I'm impressed that 23 people did it, quite honestly. That's some radical faith. (laughs) Um... But we do always do that kind of evaluation, right? Like, like, is it going to be worth it? We weigh the possible benefits to the cost, and then we decide if the benefits outweigh the costs. So my word of encouragement is don't get stuck in your heads too much. It's hard to know what God will do with our cooperation. Lent is an opportunity to install or, or revive some good habits for your heart. So let's just be still for a moment. Um, Ask God to be present to you, wherever you are at in this moment. I think that your presence here signifies your desire to cooperate with God in some way. So ask God to cooperate with you and to meet you here. And then I'll pray in just a minute. God, We ask you to meet us where we are at, at the beginning of this journey into Lent, 
Help us move along. Give us courage and faith. Even as we lean on each other for that courage and faith too. In Jesus' name, amen. We need to feel it. You're going to hear that phrase again throughout the next 40 days. It's counterintuitive that it will feel better to feel it if what you're feeling is hard. Anxiety, fear, anger, loneliness, insecurity, or doubt. There's so many things that we would rather not feel. And it's, it's strange to say that it's better to feel it. But rep repressing or denying those feelings don't make them go away. God meets us in these dark places with God's comfort and love and hope. And we need to feel that too. So we're going to work on both things throughout this season. And in the little bit of time left that I'm going to stand here talking to you, I want to talk about how our bodies are going to help us in our journey. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I have been in physical therapy for chronic pain in my feet. Listening to pain leads us somewhere. We need to pay attention to what we feel because it will eventually lead us to its source. For me, the problem was in my hips, but I, I, all I knew was that my feet had hurt for years. I needed help to address the problem. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know what the source was, so I was attempting to manage the pain by dealing with my feet, stretching, icing, certain kinds of shoes, and eventually just living with the pain, believing that this was kind of my new normal. Um, Doing this on my own was not enough. I needed a physical therapist to help me diagnose the problem. You might want to see a therapist to help you get to the root of the pain that you're feeling. Managing it ourselves so often means that we go for superficial distractions or even temporary remedies. And that's why people fast during Lent. It's not a diet plan or fasting for fasting's sake. It's an opportunity to give up like superficial distractions. Sometimes it's like Netflix or Facebook or chocolate or coffee or, or whatever it is that you go to for some comfort or relief or distraction. Th those things aren't getting to the source. They are, they are our workarounds, kind of like my body. <laughs> The workarounds end up causing more pain or other chronic problems. We can live with those workarounds for a long time. Eventually, though, I developed like really tight muscles and shin splints and fatigue. The things that we might turn to to give us some relief in the moment can end up um, causing problems that seem unrelated, but um, or that we would never have guessed, the, the spiritual source. So even when we don't think that we're managing pain with coffee, for example, 
Um, giving them up certainly feels a little painful, so why would we do it? It causes a little bit of suffering in our bodies. The point of pain it gets our attention. If we listen to it, it can help us get to the source of our need. Our bodies are powerful communicators. They tell us a lot about what's going on. So for being our primary vehicle, we often have a hard time listening to our bodies. Even to go to the bathroom or eat when you're hungry or not eat when you're full. Lent is a chance to pay attention, particularly to your body. To stop moving so quickly that we miss the signals that would direct us to the source of our need. So causing a little pain by um, giving something up, by having a, um, a fast, a little suffering during the season can launch us on a journey to get to the source of our weakness or our sin, our lack, so that we can be strengthened in our innermost being with what we really need. And that was my problem. The source of my pain was in my hips, but I had no idea because it manifested somewhere else. So what if we let our bodies be a vehicle for pain so we can feel what we're feeling and get desperate enough to get to the source, both to the pain and of the relief? If we can actually get to the source of our pain, there is hope for healing. I can't tell you how empowering it was to, for me to realize that I could strengthen those muscles and find relief. I stopped doing all the things that I was doing for my feet. I didn't need them anymore. I switched modes um, or shifted my focus. And trusting a therapist enabled me to shift my attention and my energy to where I needed it most. Lent is about uh, letting a little suffering in our body point us to what else is going on. At least get us asking the question and paying attention to what we are doing to manage and what we might want to change. There's a prayer that Paul writes to the church in Ephesus that kept coming to mind that I think is a, a good prayer to pray during Lent. Let's read it together. I pray that out of the Father's glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how hide long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I pray that out of the Father's glorious riches, there is something here for you. You can trust God's goodness to go into the darkness and suffer your sin because there is abundant life for you, abundant grace, abundant hope. He may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being 
Your pain can lead you to the source of your weakness and the source of God's comfort. Fear not, you will be strengthened. The Spirit of God is at work in your inner being. You do not journey alone. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. As you die these little deaths, you carry around in your body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in your body. And I pray that being I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints. We journey in solidarity. We are siblings of one family across time and place, strengthened by love. To grasp how long, wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. All the knowledge in the world isn't enough to cover the distance. Jesus did that for us. His love meets us. That you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. The fullness of God within you. It's hard to imagine in the midst of our own suffering, but it is possible. And we don't wait for it. We can experience it now. Let me pray for us as we close this time and move into what's next. God, we long to experience your fullness in us now. Fill us up where we lack. Meet us in our weakness with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.